Unpublished podcast. My name is Amy. I'm James. And today, actually, I'm going to hand this straight over to James because, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what we're talking about. Oh, that's like a kind of a first. Like, often I'm the one who doesn't know what we're talking about. That's true. Amazing. So I want to talk about this idea. I can't remember where I saw it on the internet, but it's like people cannot understand that you would pursue something for five years without making money or 10 years without making money. Like, they cannot understand it especially for some reason for art and i don't know what i mean i think there are multiple facets to this but you know what i was originally thinking was that you know muggles when you tell them what you're doing they can't understand it yeah but also people who want to do it it can be a really intimidating i don't know hurdle to get past going fuck i have to might have to do something for 10 years and make no money Mm. that sucks too yeah but like muggles really go oh my god like you're writing a book and it's not going to make you money straight away and or, has, or not yeah, at all, exactly, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you're doing, you're trying to become an actor and you haven't, oh, well, you haven't made any money yet. What? And I just, I think almost it's not, you know, we talk about this a lot, like people either committed to misunderstanding you or maybe they're just like really just so confused because they just couldn't think about doing that themselves. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of, this is a topic that I think is really important to talk about. And I don't talk about it enough. This idea of like, um, money and art and the fact that we need to get comfortable you know with not always making money from our art and then the reason why I find it uncomfortable is because for me when I came into this space I wanted to talk about making money with my art because for me that was the narrative that I was trying to rewrite and I thought that you know I was never going to be able to do that and that so it's been really important for me to heal that relationship between money and art and understanding that my art is worth money and can make money but at the same time we do also need to discuss these kinds of things which is that yeah like for a lot of us, either we don't want to make money with our art and we need to find space for that to be okay in a world where money is very central and the idea of doing something, you know, dedicating so much to yourself without the, the eventual purpose of making money is really hard for some people to comprehend. Um, or, you know, it, during the apprentice, apprenticeship phase, and it, which can last, you know, many, many years, we don't make money as well. And again, people find that really, really hard to comprehend. Yeah, and just... As you were saying, the apprenticeship, the apprenticeship phase is the thing. It's like, for some reason with art, unlike, you know, you can, we can do a university degree for five years and no one's saying, yeah. oh, well, why aren't you making money as a doctor yet? Mm. Why? That's such a great point. No one's looking at you in med school being like, so you're just you're learning? You're a med student, you idiot. <laughs> you're only learning to So they're not going to let you do real doctor stuff. Um, When are you going to get a job? So what hospital are you working in? Exactly. But when you tell someone you've been working on a book for three years, it's like incomprehensible that you would spend so much time doing something that doesn't make you money. um, And that is so, I don't know, there's something about art that triggers people into like a complete meltdown. And so often we're just misunderstood and people stare at us like we're fucking insane. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, the, the classic question for actors, you know, oh, would I have seen you in anything? Yeah. It's like, oh, would I have seen you in anything? Would I have seen your would I would have I seen your accountancy in the accountancy book of accountants, <laughs> idiot? I don't. Sorry. I know. I don't want to be rude to these people because it's it is hard. Like it is. I mean, I, I get it. Like it's not something people are exposed to. Well, like, it, we are all exposed to the same narratives, right? Which yeah. is that art uh, isn't something that you should really put your time into unless you know you're going to make a lot of money from it. Yes, and you know, it's just why can't we? You know, why would you wouldn't go up as well? Sorry to keep pushing this point, but you wouldn't go up to someone in the gym and be like, 
um, why are you working out five days a week? Yeah. Um, you're not going to be a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. Or like, when am I going to see you on the bodybuilding stage? It's like, oh no, I'm just doing this for my health. Yeah. Or like, or even if you were, if you knew someone who was like, I really want to become a professional bodybuilder, but they didn't say that out loud and they just told someone, I'm going to the gym yeah. five times a week. Then the, no one jumps to, or when are you going to be the next? Are you going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, they just are like, oh, you're going to the gym. Yeah, just going to the gym. It's like, There's something about like looking after your physical health, which doesn't have to equate to finances. Because I guess it's seen as like something that's beneficial to the rest of your life anyway, yeah. just by the virtue of doing it. But so is art. I mean, creativity, and you know, that is like why we're here. Like, humans are so innately creative, and when we, you know, are only consuming or only following, you know rules and set patterns like when we don't create we are not well yeah um like creativity is so important and we need space and we need to rewrite the narratives that allow us to say oh you know i um i write every day and i'm just at the moment it's just for me it's just for fun and for people not to be like oh you know we need to eliminate that confusion from the narrative and it needs to be okay and good that we're doing this and i even i even want us to eliminate not just eliminate the confusion but Imagine if when someone, you told someone, oh, I'm I'm doing something creative every day. They were like, that's amazing. Like that is going to be so good for you. Yeah, like, like so good for your so soul. That is going to be so fulfilling for you. So good for your soul. We just yeah. lost a nail. I know. And it's going to be something that you, that some, you know, I wish that when I told someone that they were like, fantastic. Like you're on the path. Like you're, you're doing something. Why are you doing something so good for yourself? Just like when, you know, when you, you have a friend who's like, yeah, I've decided, you know, I've managed to stick to go to the gym for three months. And you're yeah. like, that's incredible. Well done. Yeah. That's amazing. Like. That's so cool. What do you think it is? What do you think about what? What is it about creating an art that that has such a funny response from people? Like, what are we triggering in ourselves? What are we triggering in other people that makes us want art to be seen as financially beneficial? That make, want we want art to seem productive? Well, I think for one thing, people aren't used to doing anything that doesn't seem like it has an immediate Great reward. Noticing. So it's like, even if you're doing, even in the university example, that's still seen as something that's like. You're still getting your grades. You're still getting recognized by the system. You're like there's still a, some kind of kudos from society. You're get, yeah. Like it's, it seems like inevitable. And it's much less a risk. I think people can't conceptualize of doing something that doesn't have immediate reward and it's such high, seen as high risk. We, um, I was, we were having a conversation about this the other day about how art is one of the only things that we do, especially our long form projects that don't have them. Oh, because we were talking about how do you trick yourself yeah. into feeling good at the end of each day because we have such long term goals and art is one of these beautiful, you know, sacred spaces where they do have a really long like tail. Like it does take a really long time to like finish and complete projects. And, and I think you're right to the world that we live in now that's obsessed with productivity and it's obsessed with results right now that it's hard to understand something, you know, that either doesn't have a, a, an, a desire to be productive in any way, yeah. or that is just going to take a very long time to get better at or to be completed. I think, I mean, academic work also can fall into this as well. Like, yeah. you know, I can't, I don't know exactly what the, what the figures are, but you know, Einstein worked on relativity for eight, nine years or something while, mm. you know, while he was a patent clerk, once again, I, I'm a little bit hazy on history, but you know, people would have been going like, why is Albert locking himself in his room for nine years? And Can this you literally... imagine the people that'd be like, so have you figured it out yet? And like... Have you got tenure at your university yet? He's like, actually, no, I'm, I'm not at a university. Like, and you're working on physics? Yeah. Idiot. I mean, this this character who calls people idiots is really coming out today. I don't know where they're coming from. This character that you from me, yeah, yeah. yeah, interesting. I don't know. It's a muggle. It's the muggle. It's the muggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I like this idea that we threaten people because what we are doing seems risky, right? And and mm. also it seems it seems so rebellious because it um, we dare to seem like we're not chasing productivity. Mm. And I think that that seems like a risky thing to do. You know, when you see someone who isn't chasing productivity, who dares to, uh, you know, do things for the joy of it, who dares to... But also, know, like, it's also bullshit because um, I am chasing productivity. Like, as in, like... I was speaking. I know you were, but you were speaking too slowly. So I want to get my idea across. Okay. Go. You've forgotten it now, haven't you? Yes. Have you? Yes. What was it? You can't just interrupt me. I was like on the floor. Yeah, but I wanted to take you in a different direction. But I didn't want you to. Well, too bad. What were you going to say? Now I feel awkward. No, come on, hurry up. Really? James. I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. Okay. Hurry up. What I'm doing is productive. Right. I'm doing something extremely productive every day. I'm I'm writing for an hour every day like that. I never feel more productive when I'm doing that. So like... The idea that what I'm doing isn't productive is laughable to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that perspective. I understand. I mean, art is incredibly productive because it's incredibly useful and generous and beautiful in this world. And I feel like saying to someone when they're like, well, if, they were, if their reaction is, oh, you know, why don't you do something productive? It's like, honestly, from my perspective, when have you ever done anything productive? <laughs> Brutal. But, you know, so much of what human endeavor is, is just making like small efficiency changes in like yeah think about you know most startups are like can, how can we make booking a contract a five percent easier for you just that, that doesn't seem productive to me yeah 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 i mean i guess you're right i mean i like the perspective of what's more productive than making art it's yeah. literally it's literally productive it's because like we are creating something from nothing an incredible you know the most creative experience the most productive things you're literally producing something from nothing yeah i like that i like that a lot it just seems super productive to me yeah, which is interesting because I don't think it is perceived that way. No. It's perceived as... Uh, frivolous. Frivolous, childlike, you know, maybe wistful or like a bit delusionary. delusionary. If I spent one minute writing one sentence out of nothing, that to me is more productive than anything else I could do that day pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in its essence, it is. I yeah. really like that definition. Yeah. And, you know, all of human civilization is built on us having weird ideas yeah or having ideas that have come out of nothing you know do you think that democracy was invented by you know rigid structural thinking about what we already had yeah it came from the aether yeah you know it was like we didn't we had no idea we, we didn't have a concept of proportional representation and suddenly it was like bam you had to come up with a crazy idea yeah what if what if all i mean of course you know athenian democracy wasn't as wasn't super egalitarian, but what if all landholding <laughs> men of a certain wealth were allowed to vote on what we did? Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then, you know, that was a rigid idea of democracy. And it was only by people imagining in the inclusion of other people from nothing, basically, like they could getting out of their own headspace as the privileged white men. Yeah. Only other people from outside that. Yeah. Could, incre- could create the idea from nothing to have a fully proportional democracy. Mm-hmm. But that is productivity. Yeah. Coming up with how we live a whole, everything to do with society, the way everything happens is an invented rule that came from nothing. Mm. Yeah. I like this. It's ultimately productive. I like this perspective And art comes from the same place. Yeah. And all of those things are influenced by people who make art. Yeah. I like this. I don't know if I articulated that perfectly, but like the idea makes sense in my head. I know. I understand what you're saying. Mm. 
and it's exciting and i think this is something that we should all like really ground ourselves into is and even when we're challenged by people who don't understand or when we're challenged by people who have a commitment to the idea that art is unproductive and art you know has no purpose like that we actually like we sit beneath all profound change that is happening in this world and even if we can't understand how and we can't recognize you know how we're going to make that impact like what we're doing is profoundly productive and Mm. profoundly important for our world and the way that it changes and the way that it yeah it morphs into something new and better yeah definitely yeah i like that a lot yeah i think every time someone challenges you and questions your um commitment to your creativity your commitment to your rebellion when anyone challenges you in that way it's a really beautiful time for first of all you know feel whatever you need to feel it can be really overwhelming um, and I think a lot of the times your central nervous system, you know, whacks you into fight or flight. I know for me that happens a lot when anyone kind of approaches me with like some bullshit narrative about creativity. I often like really fight or flight. But even if you can't, you know, be there in the moment afterwards, you know, it's a real amazing time to just to to contemplate these kind of things and to recognize what you triggered in that person and to understand a little bit more deeply actually how important it is that what you're doing is and like how counter narrative it is and like. I, I think these moments that are really, you know, seemingly very difficult with people who misunderstand us can also be, you know, really fruitful places to consider just how important it is that we're doing what we are doing. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously this isn't for everyone, but having, thinking maybe next time someone talks to me this way, just trying to explain to them yeah, what the process actually is, like an opportunity to educate people on what it is to be an artist and what it's like to be an artist. Like, I know it's painful and it's, it isn't always going to be the right choice, but like it could be sometimes, sometimes yeah. It would be great. I think, you know, often people are just lacking the, the words and the terminology to understand us. Yeah. And they are, you know, they will be creative too in so many ways. And, mm. and when we can shed light on what it is that we're actually doing and how important what we're doing is, you know, that, that's incredible and could start, you know, a whole new thing for them. Yeah. I think the other thing I want to talk about, um, so from the other angle is, and we've already touched on it briefly, is this idea that you wanting to be an artist, you are going to have to deal with the pain of, oh, I'm going to have, I might have to commit to something for five, 10 years and not make yeah, any money from it. Yeah. And I think that can also be like, if you can find it in yourself to do that, you're ahead of 99% of people. Yeah. Which is a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Huge. And obviously like these five to 10 years that we're throwing out there, like it's arbitrary. Of course. And sometimes it happens much sooner for people. Yeah. Sometimes it happens later. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. But but getting comfortable or even like joyful about Mm. the idea that you're going to make art and it's not going to have a financial return for a bit Um, because of the apprenticeship phase, because of, you know, you're figuring out how you want to impact, how you want to receive um, money in return from your creations. Like there will be times, there will be times when you're not making art making money with your art and like how are you going to sit with that are you going to be okay with that what stories do you have that need to be rewritten so that you can move through that phase gracefully and you know without you know beating yourself up and because if you can and if you can last it that's where you will find the most success because so many people don't want to move through that stage yeah and it could be obviously it can be exhausting and tiring and it's like yes it is i mean from the other side of the coin from the other perspective it's understandable why people get confused about us wanting to devote this much time and energy because it is you know from one perspective or you could be spending your time doing something else it's an opportunity cost right yeah you know oh i'm gonna write for an hour a day it's an hour of the day when you're not spending time with your family it's an hour of day mm. your day when you're not i don't know oh. no i don't want to use my airpods garage band 
Um, it's an hour of the day where you're not going to the gym. It's an hour of the day where you're not working on, you know, your muggle job. Really. Yeah. Maybe trying to get a promotion or something and create a better life for your family. But, you know, from the same perspective, art could be all those things too. Yeah. And Obviously, more. And yeah. like something a little bit mystical or, and you know, magical. Or, you know, how you spend your art could make you more present with your family when you're with yeah. them. So it could be in the end, and then they benefit them as well. Neo's you showing know, an example and you're, mm. and it will make you feel like a better person. Could and, make you happier at your muckle job. Yeah. Could eventually help you to step away from your muckle job if you don't like it. Like there are mm. all sorts of things that you're, it's so much more of the risk to not do it. Yeah, I love this. I love coming home to this truth that it's way riskier for you to ignore your creative calling than for you to chase it. Mm. And what if, you, you know, and what if you just had the attitude as well of like, this is my gym workout for the day. Yeah, you know, I really like is, that. This is the healthy thing I'm doing for my body. Yeah. And not only is it, and not only is it the healthy thing that I'm doing for my body, it's something that me five years from now will be really glad I did. Yeah. This makes me think of my dad. We have um, my dad, Steve, on the podcast uh, a few months ago, last late last year. And he, um, since moving back to Australia from the UK, has integrated this practice every morning of writing poetry. And it to him, I feel like to him, it's a real like, it seems like almost like a gym workout. Like mm. it's something for his soul. It's like journaling almost. Yeah, he gets up first thing in the morning. He's yeah. like, goes and, and sits, sits out on his deck. Yeah. And he writes his poetry. Yeah, every day. Actually, no, he goes in his office, doesn't he? He, has, Is he, 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 he moves he does. around. He moves around. Yeah. But it's like, that's his start to the day. That's how I feel when I get up. I get up yeah. first thing I do, get out of bed, and I go down to the cafe and I write for an hour, and I feel amazing. Mm. I'm so glad. And when I don't do it, I don't. Just like when I don't go to the gym, I don't feel okay. as healthy. Yeah. When I don't write. I Imagine don't feel if as healthy. we lived in a world where, like, we were as obsessed with, like, you know, we are obviously a very health and fitness focused decade of the world, and like we've really like everyone's like oh what do you do for exercise but it's like what do you do for your creativity like yeah. how cool would that be if we lived in a world like that i mean i guess like you know mental health is obviously now a big focus yeah and what if i feel like that people, people haven't realized the benefits creativity can bring i agree to i agree and people don't realize that it can be like so all these people who are walking around they're like i wish i could write a book i wish i could you know i, I could be in a play i wish i could yeah draw something it's like well you can't it's like Imagine if that was just one of the ready tools, like, oh, you're feeling, you know, you're feeling depressed at the moment. Let's you know, draw. The classic thing is always, you know, try exercise more. Yeah, it is. Get some stunts. What if it was also, why don't you try and get in touch with your creative side? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if there's any research on this, but I just, I, I I'm suspect pretty sure there is. that it would make, it would be very beneficial to a lot of people. I mean, we have a lot of things like drama therapy and like there is this research behind it. Mm. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love it a lot. And I think just these ideas that, because it is scary of going, oh, well, I might commit to something for five years and I might not make any money out of it or I might not become a professional. It's like, well, what if you could see all the amazing benefits it's going to have to your life as well? Yeah. And that's only going to help you to do it more and then increase your chance of becoming a professional yeah. and making money from it. So it's like, it's beneficial to both. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how much easier it is for me to explain my journaling practice than it is to explain the fact that I write fiction every day. It's just it's so interesting. I know people are like oh right okay yeah no I get it you're, you're working through your like you know your, emotions. your mental your emotions yeah. your mental state versus like oh you you're make writing believe. a book and no one's I don't know yeah it is it's just there's, there's a lack of understanding there it may it sorry to go back to our first part of the conversation um I've just been reflecting on the fact that it's so interesting as someone who constantly shows up and talks about creativity like you know I'm it's literally every moment of my day but when a muggle comes at me and says something like 
oh, you're self-published or something like this. Like, I cannot for the life of me get into a place where I can speak about the importance of what it is that we do. Like, I just crumble. Like, Mm. I'm immediately in fight or flight. Because you know that they feel so right in their own... (laughs) They've already got their worldview. And I'm like... They think the world is about, you know, the banks. (laughs) It's about... Building roads. It's about you know. It's about all anything you can touch and feel. Although let's face it, a bank isn't like isn't anything to do with that. <laughs> For some reason, they think it is. Um, and creativity is some kind of like dandy thing that Renaissance people did. Yeah, the idle rich. Yeah, mm. it's fascinating. You just know you know you're not going to be able to change their mind. Oh, yeah, and I find it very hard. It hasn't happened to me recently, actually. Um, I'm trying to think if anyone. Oh, the other day. <laughs> we were asked what we did at the gym it's so hard like fuck getting asked what what it is you do for a living i'm just like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then immediately my mind's like okay who is this person i start assessing them i'm like what's going to be the easiest answer for me to tell them um so the other day um brett asked us oh yeah and i was like fuck what does he need like and i'm immediately trying to like accustomize myself so that he could understand us in the easiest and cleanest way possible. What did we say? I think we said content creators. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's, and, and you know, this is a really valid way of um, answering the question, what do you do for a living? Because sometimes we just want, you don't want to, you, you don't want to change someone's worldview. You just want to protect yourself. Um, but it is interesting for me that that's still something I really, I really battle with it. I don't know. Going back to my experiment, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I have tried not to lie hey, at James all for the last two lying. weeks really hard i do i i reckon you're better off telling the truth yeah but what do you say because we being a creative is such a nuanced well just let them be confused Mm. i think it's either don't engage at all and just say oh well it's not a lie it's complicated it's complicated um or i know it's not a lie saying you're you're right it's not a lie saying you're content creators but i think making right now content true but i feel like it's it's an evasion. An evasion. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. I mean, I, I'll, I'll try sometimes and just go straight out for author. I'm an mm. author. Yeah. But then you almost guaranteed will get the, uh, the annoying question. Yeah, I know. Where can I, or like, oh, would I have, the big one, where would I have seen your book in a bookstore? Yes, that is, yeah. Jeez, we just need a mass education program, right? I know it's so funny. Can I can like YouTube just make everyone watch a one minute video of someone just being like, don't ask actors, don't ask what movies they're in. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I I just want to bring you back to this idea that at its core, it's just like we have a inability as people as humans to think about working on something for five years without getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to sit with our own biases there. If you guys have, if you feel like you're sitting with, yeah, like I've got a really big problem with that. Like what are the problems there? Um, and what are the narratives that make you feel so And of course, you know, so we're not saying you have to be a full, you know, and of course, like we're not saying be full time at something and get paid for it for five years. We're saying, you know, work on a little, people can't even think about spending half an hour a day on something yeah. for five years. They're not going to get paid for. Yeah. Unless it falls into a broad hobby. I don't know, man. It's complicated. We have so many stories around creating. You know what's hard about this podcast is that we start a topic and I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah. 
And then like, we, you gotta, we gotta, we talk about something. We don't have to, so we get to talk about something for 25 minutes, 30 minutes. And like, at the end of it, maybe we'll just be like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know either. I like it. Yeah. It's important. It's just like, this is an idea I had on Wednesday and I wanted to talk about it with Amy on Thursday. Therefore, now you're, guys. All, now you're all listening to me talk about it <laughs> and it might not go anywhere. So I'm sorry. Nah, as always, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts and, you know, if you guys have any insights uh, in this topic, we'd love to hear it. I apologize. My energy levels have been low today. Yeah, it's reflected in the sound bar. Oh, my Look God. Look at your sound bar. Shut the fuck Your sound bar looks like up. this big and my sound bar looks like this big. I'm tie-tie. Amy tie-tie. Hmm. All right. Maybe because I'm a bigger person. Maybe it's like a record recording of how big we are as people. I'm a big gal. I got a big voice. Yeah, but are you this big? <laughs> Points to bo- to bicep. Points to bicep. All right, guys. I'm, Amy's I'm, like, I'm done with him. I'm pretty cooked, <laughs> and I need to go sit in a different room to James for like ten to fifteen at least. Fair enough. Fair oh. enough. <laughs> I wish I could sit in a different room to me. Oh. Joking. I love me. I love you too. Okay. All right, we're grateful for you guys. Thanks for sitting with us as we mull over difficult. Give ideas. us a ramble score for this one too. Yeah. I really, we appreciated you sending through our ramble scores. Yes, got uh, a lot of nines and tens. We did. On that People, episode. I think we got an eleven Whoa, ramble score. That was my. I was pumped with that. Yeah, it's really solid. Loved an eleven. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being here with us. Um, any announcements we have? not really the social media no that's good that'll be done by the That'll time this done. is out the procrastinator you'll still have a few days to get the procrastinator yeah by the time this comes out you'll have a few days to join the procrastination intensive um because obviously i'm catering directly to procrastinators i can imagine that you you'll haven't bought your tickets yes so this is just a gentle nudge if you want to have a, revolu- a revolutionary two and a half hours really facing why it is that you avoid the work that you want to do that's going to be on a time I can't, I'm just, I can't tell you right now because of sprain brain. I believe it's the 3rd of April. Anyway, it's going to be really good. I could easily be wrong too because of sprain brain. And that's, that'll be good time zone for Europeans and for um, Australians. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My AirPods just really want to connect to my garage band. Okay, we need to wrap it up. Okay. All right. It's been really good to hang out with you guys. We love you. Yeah. We will see you next week. Thanks for letting us be us. Ciao. Bye.